Dan, your friendly fishmonger from dansfish.com. We do this every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, doing a quick mic check. We've had some trouble with this new camera and the sound. So um, let's start with a mic check. How are we doing, everybody? Let's hope that Candy's ears are not hurting and that we can keep this microphone this time. Just waiting for folks to chime in before we continue. If it's bad, I'll quickly switch to the old camera. It's all ready to go, and um, it won't take half a minute. I just don't want to get too far in the stream with bad sound, because I've done that before. Sound is good. No way. No way. Woo. That's awesome. I even wore the gray shirt just in case it didn't work so I could switch to the old camera because Lumpy Dog had a great suggestion last week, which was, why don't you wear a gray tone shirt? That way it'll work well on either camera. And then I won't have to, you know, do a pole dance and change it in my white one during the stream. So good. Okay, we're going to get going then. That's awesome. Here's the bad thing. I don't know what happened. Like, I just hooked it up again and cross my fingers. There's one setting that I changed on there, but I also changed it last week and it didn't work. So we'll see. We'll see. But I'm glad it's working. Hopefully, hopefully you can see the fish behind me better than you can with the old camera. Um, for those that don't know, let me just show you the difference real quick. So here's the difference. Here's the new camera. Here's the old camera. So you don't get as much of a view, can't really zoom out. So you get most of the tank, a lot of glare, not good color. Everything's kind of overexposed and shiny. Hopefully this is better. Hopefully folks like it. Okay, let's get going then. So tonight's gonna be mostly question and answers. And the honest truth is, so I've got all these things I wanna do in the live stream. Like I wanna do an in-depth species profile on each species I'm giving away every live stream. Um, I want to do, uh, you know, there's a few things that I'd like to do. Um, I'd like to go over the equipment I use to live stream. Not a ton, just really briefly, like, here's what I use to make thumbnails. Here's what I use to edit video. Just, just very simple, quick things to help other people that want to get into YouTube or into live streaming. But the honest truth is, I haven't had a second. It's been extraordinarily busy. We're shattering all the records again. We shattered all the records two months ago, big time, and we're shattering those records. And so I'm a man on very little sleep, but I'm not saying that for pity. I'm super happy. Like it's extraordinarily busy, but that's not a complaint. And, and, and it's a little bit stressful, but it's not bad stressful. I'm a little tired. There's a little stress, but it's the motivating kind of stress. And even though I'm really tired, I'm super happy because things look pretty darn good for this little venture we've started. And um, I'm excited to report that I have a meeting this weekend with a, a, a gentleman who has some property to see. We've been searching for a property where we can build our warehouse on the river. Um, we've been working with the state and the local EPA and things like that to um, make sure that we're doing everything right. We've got the go ahead preliminarily to find a spot uh, where we can pull water from the river, run it through a fish facility, 
clean it up and return it to the river. So we're working on that. And, and the, the thing we have to find is that piece of land. So we've been looking now for, well, I started like a year ago, just preliminarily to get some budget, some idea of how much it would cost to do this. Figured that out, then kind of let it sit because I wasn't actually ready to pull the trigger. I just was trying to get a plan together. I needed to know expenses. Now um, we're a little more serious. We've got some interest, uh, some some interest from some po folks who um, it looks like might be substantial enough that if we can find the right place, we might actually be able to make this happen fairly soon. And by that, I mean like I would imagine we're up and running by the end of next summer because there's construction and development and got to build the whole thing out and get the systems working and dialed in and all that so there's no promises or anything but it's looking pretty good so yes this saturday we've we've looked at several properties um i'm very excited about the one this saturday though because i know the gentleman we're i would almost call us friends but it's more like we're we're acquaintances we've we move in the same circles quite a bit um, owns a lot of businesses and a lot of property in the area and happens to have a spot on the river. So it might work out and um, we'll see. But I've got that meeting. We're, we're pushing things forward. And one of the reasons we're able to do this is because there's been uh, my customer base is amazing. You guys are awesome. So thank you for being amazing customers and helping the business succeed. We've got the data to show I was planning on collecting some more because I like to have good solid data, right? And that takes a little bit of time. But there's some folks that are interested enough and confident enough in what I'm doing and, and know me well enough, I guess, that they're like kind of, it feels like they might be more or less ready to go. So I don't know, things can change. Everything's up in the air right now, but we've got some things pushing forward. So it's an exciting time here. So thank you for all the orders that are uh, kind of making all this possible, making the data look good, basically. <laughs> so I appreciate all of you. Um, before I get into the giveaway, I want to talk about the shipment report that I kind of always do every week. Um, we did okay. We had two issues. So one of the Pseudomugil Paluta Cola that was shipped arrives and it might even still be alive several days later, but it, it definitely was shaky when it arrived to the customer. And then um, for those that follow Kaler's Aquatics, you'll have seen that one of the Glossolepis multisquamata, I believe the location's Membrano River, if I remember right, um, that I sent him has been pretty shaky and has some looks like frayed fins, uh, some issues going on, isn't gaining weight like the others. So two issues, as far as I know, still alive, but, but struggling. Um, so that did happen. And I always want to be transparent about that. The other side that I'd like to be transparent about, though, is that that's out of records. Like we're shattering all the records with the uh, <clears throat> um dollar amounts of fish were shipping and all that. So it was a very large number of fish that we had two issues with. And, um, you know, it really bothers me, especially when it happens to these two people, because they're very good uh, customers and members of our community and things. We all know Bob Kaler. I'm not going to mention the other person's name just because I don't know if they want their name mentioned. But, um, you know, I kind of felt like I let them down a little bit. And so 
Oddly enough, I'm a little bit weird. I find comfort in math. So what I did is I got an idea of like how many fish have I shipped to Bob over the years, let's say. And I don't know the exact number, but it's it's a lot. I would say easily hundreds. <laughs> it's a lot of fish. Um, Bob might have an exact count. I, I just kind of guesstimated, educated guess, right? And then I figured how many problems um, have we had over the years with all that those shipments and it's like three or four i believe if i remember right and so when i'm kind of like oh did i let someone down or oh two this week that's not good that's higher than usual i kind of do the math and i say wait nope we're still within the range we're still within that uh pretty much 99.5 percent plus that arrive alive and do well long term so we're still doing well it's just that we're doing more and so instead of none or one, there were two this week, which is a, is a bummer. Um, and was there another one? Hang on. No, I, oh, there was, I, I forgot. There were also two Ivan Stoffi that did not do well, uh, arrived alive, but seemed a little shaky and then, and then passed away a couple of days later. So I guess four total, um, still, with the number of fish I ship still kind of within range statistically, but it's always a bummer when that happens. So I want to apologize to those customers and just, again, the reason I do this folks is because it keeps me honest. So if every week I have to report to you what went wrong with the shipping, then what that means basically is it'll never slack off on my side because if it's out on the internet for everyone to see and everyone can call me out and chat or whatever and say like, Hey, you're not telling them about the 20 fish I lost you liar. Right? So it's all, it's all out there. It's all transparent. If I'm, if I deviate from that, people will call me out. So I do that because it forces me then to stick to my game and to my standards um, and I don't have to worry about ever getting a situation where I'm like, you know what? It's just really busy this week. I'm going to let ah, this fish doesn't look really good, but I'm going to let it slide. It, it might be okay. Or, you know, stuff like that. So, so that's why I do the shipment report every week. And thanks for listening to it every week. It's, it might not be that interesting for everybody, but it's very important to me, um, to keeping the integrity of things up. So that's, that's why I do it. Um, let's see here. Oh, some exciting news. I, I am working um, again, communicating again with the um, exporter that I got the recent rainbow shipment from. And we're talking about some other things that we might be able to do. Um, so I'm looking at what they can provide and seeing the feasibility of what I bring in. Um, I don't know for sure what to do in this situation, to be honest. I, I got a whole bunch of rainbow fish in. A lot of them sold very quickly. That was wonderful. Thank you again to everyone who bought them. But I'm hesitant to do... I don't know if the right move is to get a bunch more rainbows in because my customer base is only so big. And what if all the people that like rainbows already got their rainbows and I bring in a whole bunch more and then it's like, Hey, those are awesome, but I don't have tank space anymore. Right. So, or, or something like that. So I'm not quite sure if it'll be mostly rainbows or if it'll be mostly other species. There's amazing wild type bettas I can bring in. 
there are gobies, like like 60 or 70 species, something like that, of gobies that I'm very tempted to bring several of them in. Um, again, that's a market question too, though. So anyway, that's what I'm going through right now. I'm going, we're, we're communicating, trying to figure out what the best thing is to do. And so that's where I'm at on that. And, and that'll take a little more time. First off, because I'm not going to have time till at least the middle to end of next week to really sit down and, and, and go through everything I have to go through to, to do a good order. All the, all the details I have to figure out just because I'm packing so many fish right now. Um, and so, so there'll be a little time, but that's where we're at in that for everyone who keeps asking, are you going to bring more rainbows in and all that? So I guess something that would help me is if you would let me know, um, is there any species of goby, wild type betta, or a rainbow fish or collection location either that you'd be really excited for me to bring in that you'd be like, Hey, I've been looking for those. I would buy some because I don't want to get in the situation where I buy a whole bunch and then none of them sell. And, and I'll take any, uh, any wants into consideration. Um, it, it doesn't mean that just cause someone's like, I want these and I can get them that I will. There's a lot of factors I have to figure out, but it would be nice to take the temperature of the need, if there's need for more rainbows or not, or if everyone's like, dude, we're burned out. <laughs> we got all the rainbows we need for like the next decade, right? Um, I do have access, I believe, I believe the rainbow list has about 100 entries on it. Um, and I only brought in, I think, around 30 in this import. So there's a lot of stuff that is available that I simply did not bring in. It doesn't mean just because there's a hundred that there's a hundred species though, because um, some of them are like, you can order small ones or big ones. So some of them are available in more than one size. So I, I would say there's maybe, oh, 60-ish would be my guess, uh, rainbows slash blue eyes available. So we've only brought in about half of what we can. But, uh, but that's where I'm at in that process. So with that ramble, let's get to the giveaway. We're giving away some Glowlight Danios tonight. I'm sure most of the folks here know what that fish is, but if you don't, here's what they are. And they really do look this good. Like if they're under a nice light, not even a nice light, a bright light, um, they look amazing. Small fish, maybe around an inch. So a good nano fish and peaceful pretty strong swimmer not not necessarily up to the same point i would say as like a zebra danio maybe not quite that rapid but um kind of like a zebra danio that's taken a, a little bit of xanax like it's just it, same thing kind of rapid swimmer and stuff but just not quite to the same frenetic energy i would say um and peaceful colorful i I was going to go in and prepare like a whole species profile for them. But honestly, I've been packing fish up until a couple minutes ago. And when this, um, when this live stream's done, I've still got, can you see them uh, on the table? I still got all those bags left to pack today. So I've, I've got maybe a hundred more or so that I've still got to pack. So it's been a very busy day. Um, so I haven't 
not a full species profile, but hardy, peaceful, very colorful, small. Do well in almost peaceful, any peaceful community tank with appropriately sized tank mates. So we'll just have to leave it at there for now. Oh, and can take a range of temperatures. They don't mind it in the mid to high 60s, but they can also take it up to the high 70s. So if you'd like to win, the hashtag is hashtag it glows. I-T-G-L-O-W-S. It glows is the hashtag. And with that, that's really... Yeah, that's, that's kind of all I had on my end. So it's going to be questions and comments. So hopefully I can get to everyone's tonight. I'm going to make a real effort. For the last several months, I haven't been able to get to everyone's um, just because there's so many. And I appreciate that. But I'm going to make a real effort tonight to try to get to them. So if you have a question or comment to me, please, for me, please leave it down below. And I'm going to scroll to the top. I start with the first one I see and go down and see how many we can get through. And let's see. The first one I see is Maria Z saying he's holding on. Okay, so the the uh, Pseudomogil paluticola um, that was struggling is holding on. And, and that was sent to Maria Z. Now we know. Obviously, she doesn't mind if we share it. So thanks, Maria. Um, I'm glad to hear he's holding on. I. Oh, good. Kayla's Aquatics, that rainbow that was struggling, the um, Glossolepis multiscomata, is much improved after water change in Metro. Good. Hopefully he pulls through. I was, so I was looking at Bob's uh, couple videos on that fish, and I got to thinking last night as I was trying to drift off to sleep, I was like, you know what? The main thing I see with the fish is like the the fraying of the fins, like the tail has some damage on the edge. The uh, one of the uh, pectoral fins does. And I was like, you know, I wonder if I just accidentally kind of scraped it in the net or something, um, because all the other ones in that. I mean, the batch looks solid. And so I wonder what happened between looking super solid in my tank and it getting to Bob. And the only thing I can think of that would single out one fish and not all the rest in the batch is if I accidentally did something to it physically, some kind of trauma or something when I was netting it. I'm very careful when I net. I really try hard. Um, but, you know, I've got big King Kong fingers when it comes to a, a, a fish that's small. And so... It doesn't happen often at all, or I just wouldn't do this for a living, but very rarely something does happen. And I, I didn't think anything happened, but that's, Bob, that's what I'm starting to lean towards. We'll probably never know, but I was like, I wonder if when I was getting it, if I like scrape it, because nets can be rough. And when I was handling it, what if I accidentally like held it in such a way that it kind of scraped it up or something? I don't know, but hopefully it pulls through. But I'm glad to hear that they're all still holding on. Especially those two, because um, the Pluticola is super rare. I don't think anyone, I would wager that no one here watching this has ever seen one. That's my guess. Um, and the Multisquamata is, is one that we want to conserve as well. So it's always sad when that happens. It's doubly sad when it's something super rare or endangered. But... Um, but we press on. We do our best. Sakana Katana, love the transparency. I'm, I'm glad. I, I do worry that it, it's kind of only, I think, interesting to people that are interested specifically in dance fish and the business and the industry side of things. So I don't think it appeals to the majority of people. 
but I have to do it. Um, I have to do it to, to stay honest. So thanks for indulging me, Sakana Katana. Um, he's eating, says Maria Z. The political is eating. Awesome. Hex tank apologist. Still one of the funniest names ever. <laughs> what you do with that hexagon tank? <laughs> How are the Romanos Tetras doing? They're amazing. They're ready to go. The only reason I haven't listed them is because, okay. I'm working towards something to help grow my company. Um, one of the things I'm working towards is helping uh, expand the customer base. And that takes kind of PR, advertising, stuff like that. So uh, we're working on an affiliation program. Um, it's pretty much done. We're just waiting for some schedule things to work out. But one of the people that I'd like to bring in as an affiliate uh, loves Romino's Tetras. And so the reason I was bringing them in is so I could send them to this person as basically a gift for being an affiliate and so this person could experience my shipping firsthand so they can talk knowledgeably. They've seen what happens. They, they haven't just seen videos or heard it described. They've actually got a box of fish from me, right? And, and then they can actually get their hands in there and, and experience it for real. And so I was like, well, I'm interested in having an affiliation with this person. I know they like this fish. So that's why I brought them in. Unfortunately, <laughs> in, in kind of anticipation of launching this affiliation program. So unfortunately, it took like three months to get them plump and healthy, but they're there now. <clears throat> in fact, when I do the video of the non-rainbow fish that I have, uh, hopefully by the end of next week, I'll have time to do that. Sorry, guys. It's just been too busy. Um, then I'll, I'll do a little a little view of the rummy notes so you can see them. So what I'm waiting for is to see if the affiliation actually pans out. I think it is. All the talks are going well and things. It's just schedules. We're all very busy, right? So we're trying to nail down a time to really uh, finalize things. Then, um, then I'll be able to offer the Romino's Tetras as the thing that they unbox and um, are used for the, their affiliation experience. If they want them, I don't, I mean, I didn't ask this person. I was just like, I think this would be cool for them. If they don't want them or don't need them or already have rummy nose or whatever, then I'll list them for sale. So that's the only reason that they're not up there is because I, I kind of got them for a PR program launch type thing. Can 5015. Dance Fish has the best fish and unique. Hey, thanks. I, I try hard um, and I appreciate when people appreciate it. I, I got a nice email today. Um, let me, can I, let me see if I can find it real quick. I want to make sure I'm not sharing this. This is short, but this is the kind of thing that keeps me going. Here it is. So I sent this person some fish. They responded uh, today to let me know they had received them. And the email says, all good, 79 degrees in the bags, all lively, eating and settled in. I've already got fry from the blue Acaras I bought earlier this year. And the six discus are alive, getting large and doing well. Thanks again. Um, and then he goes on from there. But that's the kind of thing to hear that someone um, was able to get like discus. And that uh, months later, they're still healthy and happy and, and growing for this person. Uh, that's the kind of thing that I, I hear that in it then it's like, okay, it is worth doing 
all this stuff to make sure that the fish are done in such a way that that happens, right? So it is uh, stuff like that. Uh, we're seriously on ramen wages still. Uh, every penny I make besides what I need for my top ramen goes back into the business because we're in startup mode and growth mode. And so th there's definitely not money keeping me motivated. <laughs> so it's, it's just knowing that people appreciate it and seeing uh, the difference it's making in their hobby. If they've struggled with the fish and then are finally able to get some healthy ones and succeed, things like that. Um, so um, that's what we're trying to do. So it's very nice when it's noticed. Oh, I, I do want to acknowledge... FedEx has been amazing, but there are three packages right now stuck in Memphis. So for anyone whose package has been delayed, um, I'm so sorry. I wish I had some control or some information about that that I could share with you. But all I see is the same thing you guys see when you track the package. It just says in Memphis. So I, I am pretty darn sure it will arrive tomorrow. No idea what the issue is. But please understand, I do pack fish for the long haul. I take uh, delays into account when I pack fish, just in case. And so I'm pretty confident that they'll get to you alive and just fine tomorrow. In fact, I used to ship fish priority, and it would be two to four days. Um, I would say three on average that the fish were in transit. And I packed them the same way, and they were almost always fine. Ninety Over 99% of the time were fine, even with priority. So... I'm sure they'll be arri arriving alive and well, but I do understand and acknowledge that A, there's anxiety when that happens, and I'm sorry for that, and B, maybe it took work off just to receive the fish, and now they're not arriving, and I, I get it, and I'm sorry. Um, and that is one of the reasons I'm sticking with FedEx instead of USPS, just because USPS priority, like 50% of the time, consistently did not arrive the next day, even though it was supposed to. Whereas FedEx consistently does arrive next day, even though there have been, I think, six delays tops so far um, this year. So there's a few delays with FedEx. There's constant delays with USPS. Ginger Graves, I need more rainbows. I opted for wild betas this time. Money is budgeted. I also love gobies. Get them all. <laughs> Thanks, Ginger. <laughs> Gubby mm. Fish Nerd, I'm hoping to have a fish store someday, either online or a public store. A lot of people have that dream. And I really hope anyone that does have that dream, um, here's what I've found is that it's totally worth it. If it's actually a dream, like if it's the thing that drives you, it's totally worth it. If it's not, I don't think you'll succeed. Just if it's not the thing you have to do, I don't know that you'll succeed. It's, it's a grind. I don't think it'll be as big a grind forever, but in the startup phase, it's a grind. And um, there's a learning curve. Even for a guy that, like me that's been doing fish for 27 plus years and has been working in the industry since high school, off and on at all levels, from mom and pop stores on up to wholesale and breeders and things. Um, there's still a learning curve. So to get through all of that, um, it's not unpleasantness because learning is not unpleasant, but all those challenges, um, it has to be that you're driven by passion. So I would say that if you're passionate, 
that's the first step. <laughs> From there, take some business classes. And I don't mean you necessarily have to like go to your college and take a class. In fact, I say this as a former college professor. I'm not sure how good a lot of those classes are, frankly. Um, oh, I got to zoom again because I switched it when I showed you guys the bags. Okay, I think that's the view we want. Um, but online, there's tons of stuff. Um, this Week in Startups with Jason Kalkanis, that is like tech startups, like Silicon Valley type stuff. But it's worth immersing yourself in that for a few weeks and listening to his live streams or videos or whatever in the background for a few weeks. So you get immersed in the language of business and in the concepts of things like margins, um, things like actual costs, just, just the basics, just it's worth it. Seth Godin has some good stuff out there. He has some podcasts. I think one's called Akimbo. Um, he has a great book called Purple Cow, which is, and it's, I think, a free audio book as well. Um, but just immerse yourself in the, in the, how do you, how, how do you, how do people make a startup work? What are basic business practices? What are basic marketing practices? And most of it is junk and wrong for you, but the lingo is important and the major concepts are important to understand, even if what they're saying of how to apply them is wrong, just knowing what the concepts are can help guide you. So that's, that's my thought there, Guppy Fish Nerd, and I hope it works for you or anyone else. I just know so many people have that dream. And first thing is the passion. If you've got it, start learning about business as much as you can. If you don't got it, don't even try. It's, <laughs> I don't know of anything that will carry you through the rough spots if you don't have the passion. Okay. Guppy Fish Nerd wants teacup platies. Good to know. Leslie W., I consider bettas when you get them in. I keep a three-gallon tank at work, and they work out well in there. Cool. Smaller rainbows. Uh, yeah, pseudomugils are a no-brainer for me. Um, I just love them, and that's why. In fact, I've got a group of fricadas out there that I've had for two months or more now that I'm just trying to get healthy still, but <laughs> I'm working on them. I'll try to get them for you. Did I just see Otter Creek? Otter Creek, good to see you, Kendall. Um, I've still got to respond to your Santa Maria and email. It's just been that busy, Kendall, but I haven't forgot yet. Sorry, I haven't got back to it yet. Gary's Aquatics. Hey, buddy, how's it going tonight? Awesome. Just got work off. Sorry I'm late. Well, to the principal's office with you, tardy one. <laughs> hey, everyone, remember to smash the like button, people. Hey, Gary, it's good to see you, man. Glad you could make it. And congrats for not being at work right now. Hextink Apologist, I vote Epistogramma instead of Rainbows, get all the varieties. So I did try. If you watch the unboxing, I brought in Panduro and... Um, Agazizii, they didn't do well. Like within a few days, they pretty much all melted down. Um, and sometimes, sometimes that happens where there's just something um, like virulent that they come in with that is super fast. Now I still got some of them. They didn't. They didn't all die. But I'm holding on to them for longer just because I want to make sure that whatever they had is completely cleared before I send them on to someone else and, and they have a problem. But I did try and I will try some more. Uh, this particular supplier 
doesn't have a ton of epistos though. They've kind of got like uh, cacatoides, um, agazizii. They had borelii, and I tried to get them in. I think in maybe a couple other kinds, but not a not like a big long list. But good to know you're in two epistos. I, I mean, who isn't? They're amazing. Um, hang on, catching up. Chat jumped on me. So the next one I can see is the fish tank barn. <laughs> oh, wait, I missed one. Before I get to that, I just switched to my uh, live chat, super chat screen because I saw I saw the dues from the fish tank barn. But here we go. KP super chatted $2 and it says take two. All right. I'll take them. Thanks, KP, for the super chat. I appreciate it. Fish Room Fever and the Fish Tank Barn throwing down the Steam Fought Deuce. Thank you so much. Love me some manure. Fertilizer is always good. Fishing snails. My orange line Lamemadaka I bought from you a little bit ago started producing fry. Awesome. They're on fire. Oh, I know. They're awesome. Think you'll have any other Madaka's lines coming through. Um, anytime I see Madaka, I order it. They're few and far between, but that last supplier I got them from, I'm really pleased with how the LeMay and the Miyuki's came in that I got from them. And so I will be ordering more, but I just have to, when they're available, they haven't been available for quite a while. I do have, for those that have been waiting, there are some fish I'm going to release. Um, um, I do have a really awesome rice fish right now that I don't think is ever, I've never seen in the hobby before. They're these, they're these, um, Matanensis is the species. And this is pretty good. It shows the barring on them. It shows that they have some yellow. They're actually more of a golden color than that. And the eye is bright, bright, bright blue. And they're big. They're like a small rainbow fish. They're a big fish. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have some of those and they've been ready actually to release for a little while. I've just been holding on to them a little longer just to make sure because they came in pretty shaky, but they've been rock solid for quite a while. So I will be releasing them. It might be the end of next week before I get a moment to do that. I do have empire gudgeons for those that are wondering, um, but, it, but you're wondering about more strains of Madaka. So I don't have more Madaka, but I do have at least one strain of really cool Arisius, um, a rice fish that I will release as soon as I get a moment. And if I see Madaka, I'll bring them in. Punchy Paints, be sure to put at Dan's fish to highlight questions for Dan and have patience. Yes, thank you, Punchy Paints. Highlighting helps. Rick Stidham, is Levamis all safe for snails? Um, I just anecdotally, I've never had Levamisol kill snails. I use Levamisol on pretty much every fish I ever bring in. Um, and a lot of my tanks have snails and I never notice a die off of snails after using Levamisol. It's just anecdotal. I haven't done any like science, but I've never seen it kill snails. And I've only got like pond snails and ram's horn snails. I don't have nerites or mystery snails or you know, rabbit snails or anything like that. Ginger Gray, is my fish arrived safe and sound? They're happy in their tanks. Good to hear it, Ginger. Um, oh, by the way, if anyone that did get any of these rainbows or anything else from me did have a problem that was, you know, obviously my on my end, not like your cat ate it, 
<laughs> like if it's obviously on your end, I don't need to know that. But if it's obviously on my end, like it came in looking shaky or it didn't do well in shipping or I, I don't know, whatever problem it could be. And you haven't told me, please do. Cause I'm new with the rainbows. Um, I mean, I've kept in bread several species, but mostly the commoner stuff. This is my first time like really focusing on them. And so I want to make sure that my perception that it's going well for people is reality. So if you would let me know either dan at dancefish.com, if you want to email it to me, or if you leave it in the chat um, with a highlight for me, so I see it, that would be great too. Just want to make sure before I do, before I seriously consider bringing in a bunch more rainbows that my perception of what's happening is what's actually happening as far as people getting them and being happy with them. New Mexico Aquatics, how long until a disabarb fry can be sexed? Ooh, what size, what age? I know growth rate depends on a lot of factors. <laughs> you know, it does. Um, I would refer you to select aquatics video. Greg Sage has a series of videos on breeding and raising Odessa fry. He might answer that. I do not know off the top of my head, uh, but I bet you could find it in one of those select aquatics videos. And even if you can't, if you're into Odessa barbs, those are going to be fun videos to watch. I think there's three or four of them where it takes you through the entire process from conditioning and selecting breeders through the egg lane, through the fry and the rearing. So I bet somewhere in there you see some fish that are like two months old and he says, these are two months old. And you can be like, oh, they're starting to sex out. It might not be two months. My guess, my guess on Odessa is that they're fed well, temperatures on the upper range and the water changes are high, is that we're probably looking at about three months or so, maybe four. That's my guess. But I don't know. Bathyphila, if you can get Pseudomobile mellus, yes, I know. Eratocentris ornatus from your supplier, I would be interested. Um, I'll keep that in mind. Mellus is one I, I've tried to get in several times. Every time I order them, when they show up, they're actually Signifer. They're not actually mellus. But I'll keep trying. And my supplier doesn't I've never seen Radinocentris on their list, but if I ever saw Radinocentris on a supplier's list, I would, I would automatically buy it. So that is something I'm looking for. Uh, but thank you, Matthew Phillip, for sharing that. Here I am, Santiago. Just one moment. I need to wet my whistle. I just, I ate before this and it was a pretty dry meal. And so my throat's a little dry. To grow scuds, do you need a bubbler wanted to grow them in a lotus tank? So the only way I've ever done scuds is I treat them like fish. I've never tried another way. And that way works really well for me. So I have an aquarium. Um, I put some floating water sprite in there and some java moss and a sponge filter. And I do regular water changes. I feed them every day. Uh, they love algae wafers. They love watermelon rind. Like if you buy watermelon or cantaloupe or something like that from the grocery store and you give them the rind, they'll love that. You'll, it'll be black with scuds, just covered in scuds. Um, and so for me, I, I do a full filtration tank, just like a fish tank. Nothing like power filter or hang on back because that'll suck them up and chew them up. But a sponge filter, yes. And a large porous sponge filter is awesome because they'll actually get in there and like burrow in it and stuff and kind of live in it. And they will keep that sponge clean forever. They'll eat all the stuff that gets in there and knock all the stuff that's clogged in there out. You never have to clean a sponge filter if you have scuds. 
I mean, I've tried several times and every time I go to do it, there's nothing in there. They just keep it so clean. So that's what I would suggest. Um, the water Sprite is for water quality and for them to have something to hold on to. And I guess chew on if you skip a feeding or two. And then the Java moss is for them to eat. They will absolutely eat any moss. But Java moss I put in there because they like to live in it. They like to like perch on it. They, they grab onto it and kind of hang out on it. And they'll slowly kind of grind it down and eat it over like the course of a couple months. So that's my suggestion. I would treat them like a fish. Feed, water change, filter, just like a fish tank. John's Fish Room. I just wanted to say thanks for the Equus Quarries. They look amazing and arrive super healthy. Can't wait for the angels I ordered to arrive. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. And it was such a relief when I got those Equus. Not one died. Not a weak one among them. I mean... I'm just going off memory, but solid batch, no problems whatsoever. So that was a huge relief because those cost me so much money to bring in. <laughs> That's why I haven't done it in the past. I've just been nervous, but uh, the company's growing. So now we're able to afford to bring in some higher priced items every now and then. So I'm glad they, I'm glad they did well for you. But yeah, if those had come in and just been like a unhealthy, like mess in the bag, uh, I don't know what I would have done. It's such a risk, this business. It's, uh, you never know what you're going to get. It's, it, I think the trick is just trying lots of different suppliers until you find one that is consistently good and then you stick with that one and start exploring some more and eventually get to the point where you've got this group of suppliers that, um, I mean, no one's perfect, but that you're like, okay, of all the ones that are out there, these are the ones I'm going to stick with. Uh, it just takes a while to find those people. James Handy, mama is sick of all our angelfish and really wants these Danios. <laughs> Well, James, throw them up on Get Gills and see if we can move some of those for you. <laughs> it's hard to go wrong with angelfish. I, I know they're not for everybody, but they're beautiful. They spawn easily. They're fun. Pamela Hefner, repeating since I left out the at. Oh, gotcha. I see it this time. My carry tetras will be arriving Friday from you. Can you discuss quarantining? I could hold them in a 10-gallon planted tank that is available. Great. So, Pamela, quarantining is a fairly nuanced topic. There's lots of different ways to do it. Um, if you're a supplier, you do it one way. If you're a reseller, you do it another way. If you're a hobbyist, perhaps another way. But what I would suggest for anyone buying fish from me is a separate quarantine tank um, for a couple weeks. A month would be great, but at least a week if you can, just so that you can see if things are healthy and, and stable, right? And usually they will be. You don't necessarily have to treat if there's not a problem with, I would say there's one exception to that rule, and that is, I would prophylactically treat for ick kind of every time. Um, I would use Mardell Quick Cure or Hikari Ick X, something like that, something that's a formalin and malachite green solution, just because they've worked well for me consistently over the decades. And because those not only treat ick, 
they treat a whole host of external parasites. Some they don't. They're not great with velvet and some other things, but um, a lot of the parasites, the vast range of parasites, they will treat. And one thing you'll notice on fish is that, and this isn't always true, you don't have to prophylactically treat with ick, but I would personally. Um, fish are just stressed when they go through shipping and when they're stressed their immune system is compromised and when their immune system is compromised then their normal parasite load because there's always there's always going to be a few on them um it can really explode so that's why and the nice thing about that stuff is it doesn't harm your biological filter and it doesn't harm your plants or anything so that's why i think it's a safe easy one to use now be careful wear gloves with that stuff um formalin's carcinogenic malachite green ain't good if it gets on you or in you. So medicines aren't something to be trifled with, but um, that's the one that if I was buying from me, I would just have on hand, at least have on hand. And um, I personally would prophylactically treat. Now I know a lot of people that get fish from me don't treat with anything prophylactically, which is fine because every medicine you use is going to stress the system of the fish, right? That they have to be metabolized somehow, whether it's the liver or the kidneys or whatever. And that does add stress to the fish. Um, so it's fine if you don't treat, but definitely have a quarantine. So at least separation from your other fish for at least a week. If you can do two weeks, great. If you can do a month, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's, that's ideal, I would say. So it's kind of nuanced, but um, that's my thoughts on it. And if there's, uh, Pamela, if there's, I know I just talked about a lot of things in kind of generalities. If there's something specific you want me to dial in on about quarantine, uh, let me know and I can do that. Scott D, where can I find some black ruby barbs? Are they something you might order in the future? Far future, yes. Um, I haven't had good luck with barbs um, as far as the business is concerned. People just don't buy them. So I love barbs. I brought in clown barbs, Odessa barbs, uh, Pentazon barbs, dwarf golden barbs, um, several species of barbs because black. I have done black uh, ruby barbs several others and because I love them and I, I think they're underappreciated and I think they're amazingly beautiful and not nearly as aggressive as people make them out to be if they're kept in a group. You, you got to keep them in a good size group. If all that happens, they're amazing. My hope was I could do that, do some videos on barbs, talk about them and people would try them and fall in love and, and then barbs could start getting some appreciation. Turns out, I just can't move barbs very well. So I probably won't bring them in um, while I'm small. When I get bigger and have more tanks, then I can afford to bring in a subset of fish like that that might not necessarily sell quickly because I'll be able to balance that with some other fish. But unfortunately, I've tried lots of them and I can drape fin barbs sell well, uh, roseline barbs sell well, but very few do. In fact, I'm debating whether there's a, um, I can get wild caught tiger barbs. I kind of want to do that because they're very different than the captive populations we have. As far as aggression and all that, they're quite a bit more peaceful. Um, they aren't hybridized or anything like that. So I 
I'm tempted to do it, but I think the price point I would have to sell them at is around $10, give or take a couple bucks. And uh, I'm just, I don't think I could move them at that. So unfortunately, barbs are not something that I feel like I can bring in. I mean, J barbs, I'm trying to bring in. I was hoping to get some of those in from West Africa, but so far we're still waiting for that. Um, Drakefin barbs, so there are some species, but black ruby barbs and the rest of that kind, the kind of pentazon type species, um, not pentazon, uh, punteus, they used to all be punteus, right? Those, the ones that are kind of in that, that group, um, they used to all be called punteus. They're hard to move. Marie Z, all the rest look great as do the other species. Cool. So just the one, uh, Pluticola, was struggling. Rockford Fishkeeping, you sent an email about, sent you an email. Do you have any females left? Okay, sorry. Let me read this for folks listening. Rockford Fishkeeping sent me an email about the Agazizii, wondering if I have females left. Um, Rockford, I, I saw that in my inbox. I haven't got to emails today unless they were questions about orders that are in the mail or customer service stuff about current orders. Um, I plan to get to the emails tonight after I finish packing. So I've got to pack about a hundred more fish after the live stream and then I can finally get to my inbox. So I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I did see it come through and I don't know off the top of my head, I might have one female of the double reds, but I don't know. I've got to go out there and look. I just haven't had a second, but I'll get to you tonight. Wichita Falls Fish Keeper, when you set up the warehouse, will you use carbon to filter the river water coming in? I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me too. Um, uh, so here's the plan. Bring in water. Um, put it through various different methods of removing sediment just to get it clearer, right? Put it through um, ozone. Then run it through carbon. So that's kind of the process. Run it through the system, then run it back through ozone to clear out anything that it picked up in my system, run it back through carbon, and then put it back to the river. So it'll probably be cleaner when it goes back to the river than it was when I took it out of the river. Um, and so it should, uh, should actually help the ecosystem instead of harm it. So that's the kind of system I'm looking into. Now, I'm, I'm not an engineer, and I'm working with engineers familiar with that kind of stuff to kind of dial it in and get it all perfect. So we aren't that far along yet. We've got to find the property first. I've done the preliminary. I kind of know the standard type of system we're looking at and things like that. But I, I don't know more than that, like the specific stats and exactly how much ozone and all that stuff. I haven't figured that out yet, but that's the general plan. And if ozone ends up not working, then it'll just be some massive um, UV filtration in place of the ozone. So sediment, um, UV filtration, carbon. So it will accomplish basically the same thing, uh, just with UV light instead of with O3. New Mexico Aquatics, my wife says, do you think Dan ever gets mad? I said, I don't think so, little Bobby. I try not to. Um, I mean, those that know me well have definitely seen my full range of humanity. <laughs> I'm a person like anybody else. Yes, I get mad. Um, but I've kind of... Okay, I used to work through the entertainment industry. The only way to get through that industry 
is become a massive jerk or become very zen. Those are the two options. You can embrace the dark side and just become this raging jerk and bully people into doing what you want. Or you can become very zen and, and have that approach to working with people. Those are kind of how you separate out. Um, I want the zen mode. So that's kind of my approach. Now, do I get angry? Yes, there are things that make me angry for sure. But I really try not to get mad about stuff that I don't control. And then if I can control something, then I'd rather fix it than get mad about it. Now, that's the philosophy. In practice, sure, I get upset about stuff. But I try to approach stuff from that philosophy. Chandra Sakar C, are your Odessa barbs from Greg Sage strain? No, nope. They were bred on a farm in Asia. So they are not the Greg Sage strain. And if anyone wants Odessa barbs, um, Greg Sage is the first stop. If he's got some available for you and shipping and all that, and it all works out, um, yeah, first stop is Select Aquatics. If not... Maybe I'm your second stop. Brian Klimazowski. 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 That's what I'm going with, Brian. The Bosmana are healthy and looking good. Thanks for the amazing import. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that they made it. Um, and I recognize your last name because I was trying to type it out yesterday when I was processing the order. So that one stuck in my head. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Bob Kaler, Dan, I'm loving paying for FedEx overnight and getting fish next morning. Yes, I, I think it's the best way. I don't, I don't imagine I'll ever go back as long as my deal with them holds up. Um, well, I don't know. UPS has been calling. So I've got some calls from UPS uh, kind of saying, but come here, we'll do this for you. So if UPS got me a deal that could save um, a significant amount on each box, like right now, let's say the average box costs 35 bucks a ship average. Let's just, let's just pull that number out of a hat. If UPS could get that number down to $30, it might be worth doing, but I don't think they'll go that low. So, but I'm, I'm glad it's working out. And I think the deal I've got is pretty sweet. I can ship a box for as little as $29.50, which for overnight priority that's pretty good. So glad you like it. Vrana guy, the Pandagars and Archer you sent over are all doing great. The Archer took a few days to open up. Oh, they will. Yeah. But now it's taking new life spectrum floating pellets readily. Awesome. You know what? Next week, maybe we'll do a quick feed. Um, I love feeding these archers behind me. So maybe next week, let's take two minutes and do that during the stream, if I remember. But I'm glad to hear that he settled in. Um, archers always are going to take, say, up to a week or so to kind of settle. They're a smart fish. I mean, for a fish, they're, they're one of the smarter ones. And it takes them a while to be, like, comfortable in their habitat, right, in their new habitat. But as soon as they are, as soon as they know what's going on in their new space, yeah, then they come right out and are very personable and start demanding food and stuff, right? I'm glad he's doing well. One of my favorites, the clouded archer fish, um, freshwater archers. For years, literally decades, two decades anyway, 
Um, I always wanted archer fish, but never got them because they were brackish. So as soon as I could get these, which are full fresh water, I've I was a happy dude. Lefty three two one three A. I've started shipping fish. I do not have the oxygen set up to pump it into the bags like you do. Any suggestions to ensure optimal survival? All the same stuff, Lumpy Dog, just without oxygen. Um, and that's fine. I, like, I shipped without oxygen for about 20 years. So, you know, sometimes you can just get an air pump and have an airline and use that to fill your bags, or you just what I would do is I just get the bag and like, I got this technique where I just grab the top real quick and I could trap the air in it that way. Um, you don't have to have an oxygen canister, like pure oxygen in the bags to be successful by any means. What it does mean, here's the one difference I would say is that um, I can fill the bags about half full with water and be fine. You might want to go with two thirds air and one third water, just so there's a little bit more atmosphere in there. Um, but fish use fairly little oxygen. They're very efficient, I would say, at removing oxygen is how I'll put it from the water. And the main thing is, as long as the water is clean, then there should be enough oxygen dissolving into that water for a few days in the mail. Um, and if it doesn't get super hot, right? If the package gets 100 degrees, not much oxygen will absorb into the water at a higher temperature. It's kind of temperature dependent. So if you haven't made sure that that fish's digestive tract is cleared out before you put it in and it poops in the bag and all this ammonia spikes in there and bacteria bloom happens, that will suck up oxygen really quickly. So just, I, I guess the thing I would say is that water's gotta be clean. That's part of the normal shipping process anyway. But super important if you're not using oxygen. Mummy Dog, did you get my text the other day? No. Um, hang on. I don't think so, Lumpy Dog. Let me just see. Got my trusty phone here. Text from Lumpy Dog. I don't see it. I don't really have a spam folder. I don't see anything lumpy, so would you resend it? I don't see anything. And sorry about that. I I really try to be responsive to my mods because you guys deserve it. T-Shot, I am interested in the golden roseline barb. What is the minimum I can put in a 55-gallon community tank? A bit pricey. Yes, they are. That's why I'm asking. Any regular rose lines coming in the future? So T-Shot... I, I do plan to bring some rose lines in um, on the next import that I do. Partly because of that, that way if people want the golds and they need a group of like six to eight, they can get like two or three golds and fill out the rest with the regular rose lines, which will be less expensive, right? Um, so it's partly because of that. Also because I've, I've decided that I want to put some regular rose lines in here with the goldens and have them all schooled together just because I think it would be cool to see both the regular and the morph together. Um, so 55 gallon. I'm going to say six to eight. It's a four foot tank. 
I would say six to eight. Um, they get good size and they're quite active. So that's what I'm going to go with. I think that would be a good size group. They do like company. Um, and eight might be better just because how they are socially, I think they'll be more comfortable. But, you know, if price is the issue, mixing the golds with regular rose lines is just fine. You can you can get that school up there. Oh, that reminds me, I got a question last week about um, someone that had six angel fish in a tank and was asking about how many neon dwarf rainbows they could get in there. And I think I said eight to 12. Um, I read the chat a few days afterwards and saw the uh, a very good comment from Lumpy Dog, which was, hey, six angels in a 55 gallon, that tank is full. Um, and that's true. I think that's true. What I was trying to say, and I just want to clarify in case it wasn't clear, and I don't think it was super clear because uh, I re-listened to that part after I saw Lumpy Dog's comment, is what I was suspecting was going to happen is that those six angelfish were going to work themselves down to like a pair and then the other four would probably have to be removed. So I was it, when I was picturing that scenario, I was picturing a final pair of full-grown angelfish with a, a school of neon dwarf uh, rainbows. But I don't think that came across clearly. And I totally agree with Lumpy Dog. Six full-grown angelfish in a 55-gallon, that's, that's they get big. So I totally agree. Zach Billings, am considering getting red head tapahos, the geophagus, yep, and putting them with electric blue acara. Would these two fish work well together? I think they would. I've kept acara and geophagus wine milleri together just fine without any problem. Um, most of those, the geophagus are pretty darn peaceful, so I think you'll be fine. I haven't tried them with redhead tapahos, but wine milleri are fairly, you know, closely related, so... I suspect you'll be all right. Anytime you do anything new or like kind of risky, um, I would always suggest having a plan B, but I don't feel like that's very risky at all. I think that'll work. Zach Billings, I'm considering getting, oh, I already read that one. Peter Gill. See, that's the best name for a hobbyist. Gill? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Peter Gill. He doesn't get gills. He is gills. <laughs> Gonna get any more LeMay rice fish um, as soon as they're available. Yep, as soon as I can. They they were kind of like a quick blip of availability and then they went away. So I just haven't seen them uh, available lately. John Cox, I need rice fish. Yep, okay, I, I get it. <laughs> People like rice fish, as they should. They're amazing and they're not that commonly available. And it's a shame because they're super hardy and easy. I'm seeing that I've missed a lot of super chats. Let me get to those real quick because I don't like ignoring people when they throw money at me. I want to say thank you. So just one more fish with Josh. I'm in the mood to give away some of my stuff. Feel free. Have too many plants. Cool. And I need to clear out a few. Java moss, Val, and maybe some others. Okay. Awesome, Josh. Thanks so much. Um, so we're going to add a plant giveaway. In fact, let's do a giveaway right now. It's 8.04. So I'm going to give away Josh's plant package right now. So this is for some plants, some Java moss, and maybe some Val, stuff like that. So, oh, you know what? I better not. I better do the glow light giveaway first because I'd hate for someone to have entered to win that um, and not want plants and then win a plant and not therefore be eligible to win 
the glow light later. If the system, I don't know how Nightbot works, but if if it does like take that into account when it draws a second winner, I don't know. So I'm going to go ahead and give away the glow lights right now. So let's do that. Glow lights. Guppy Shack, you have won yourself some glow light Tetras. Congratulations. Um, go ahead and let us know you're here within the next minute or so, and we can uh, get that processed for you. Let me just take a, I'm going to watch chat over here because I think it appears over here a little quicker. Um, does it? Oh, maybe it doesn't. Anyway, Guppy Shack, if you're here, let us know. And I am varying up the times of the drawings a little bit just to make it more interesting so people don't pile on at the very end in the last five minutes. I want to reward folks that are like, wait, I've been here for an hour. How come the guy that just got here won, right? So I don't see Guppy Shack in here yet. Are you in here, Guppy Shack? I don't think so. And it's been almost a minute. We're about to move on. All right. So this was for the glow lights. Let's see. How many people do we have in here right now? 274. That's amazing. 273. <laughs> it always happens. It never fails. As soon as I check to see how many people are in here, some people leave. <laughs> All right. It looks like Guppy Shack is not here. Oh, you are here. Okay, you got it. Guppy Shack, congratulations. You have won. I think I'll send you six glow light Tetras. Um, if you send me an email, dan at dansfish.com, your first and last name and your mailing address in that email, then I will send them to you um, next week, probably later in the week. I'll be a little patient with me. I don't, let me, uh, let me look at everything, get a shipping date sent to you and worked out. It's, it's so busy, I don't want to say a specific day because I have to look at the order stack and make sure I can do that. But congratulations. Um, and we'll do the plant giveaway in a bit. And thanks, Just One More Fish with Josh. That's so nice. When I love it when the community joins the giveaways and is like, hey, I want to give something away too. I think it's amazing. Trey Lorton, I see that you left a $5 super chat here. So thank you. I this I don't know what it is with YouTube Studio. Like even if I make it big, it won't let me. I simply can't scroll down to read it. As soon as I can, I will um, see what you actually wrote. Let me scroll through chat here and see if it shows up. Because if you like had a question with that, then I really want to answer it. Oh, someone just left a super chat. Which, and this is weird too. Like. So look at this, folks. Usually when someone super chats, it pops up here, right? And someone just left a super chat and it's not popping up. But I can see it over here. Taylor Gibson, Alcise. What are the most popular variation of the rice fish? Um, and then I'll get to you, Trey. Thank you for the uh, $2.99, Taylor. I would say... Okay, so I don't have a lot of, I'm not a rice fish guru, but of the LeMay and the Miyaku, the LeMay sold the most. So I would say LeMay are more popular than uh, Miyaki. I, or is it Miyaku? Now I can't remember. I think it's 
Miyuki than the Miyuki. So for those that don't know what we're talking about, just real, real quick. Um, Miyuki white rice fish. So this, this is kind of what the Miyuki look like. The pictures don't do them justice. Um, so that's Miyuki. And then LeMay. LeMay rice fish look like this with these spangles on them. Instead of a solid line, they have all this glitter basically on them. So that's the difference. Of the two, the LeMay were the highest seller. But it's interesting because um, when people come to the fish room and look around, when they see them in person, they all want the Miyuki. When they order online, they all want the LeMay. So I think it's something to do with how the pictures look or something like that. <laughs> Trey Lorton, Panda Guppies arrived today looking stunning. Awesome. Packaging was top notch. We do work hard on that. Can't wait to see what this tank looks like full of fry. Thanks again. Take five bucks. Trey, not only did you spend money on an order, but you threw me an additional $5. I'll take the tip. Thank you so much for the $5 tip. I appreciate it. Okay, chat jumped again. So the next question or comment I can see is Von Lurker. Have you ever tried Snyder's Barb? No, don't know what that is. What is it like Pentius Snyder Eye or something? Pentius Snyder Eye, it is. Or Puntius, I always do that. Puntius, not Pentius. Um, let's see here. Which probably has a... Oh, cool. Cool looking fish. I've never tried it. I like that look though with the gold and the red underneath. So nope, I've never tried that. I don't even know if I've heard of it before. So thank you for bringing a new fish to my attention. That's always nice when people do that. I like learning about new fish. Okay, sorry um, folks. Varanid guy is the next question I can see. If, if you have a question or comment and it was above this, and I missed it, it's because chat jumped and I literally can't scroll up any higher to see it. The chat box won't let me. So I apologize, please, please leave it down below again and I'll try to get to it. I know we're at 811, we've got 19 more minutes, I'll try. Brandon Guy, Dan is the man, a world-class fishmonger. I still can't get over how beautiful the archer is. I'm glad you like them. Yep, they are amazing. One day I'm going to do a tank that's half full of water and has some like branches coming out so I can put insects up on the branches and watch them shoot. Because they do it now. Like if, if, a, uh, if an insect gets up on top of the lid, they will definitely squirt it. Um, even, even if it's on top of the glass and they can't actually knock it down. <laughs> it's really funny because they all, they all gather underneath and it goes like they're trying. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to one day do a specialty tank with just them set up in a way they can actually do that for real. Chandra, what are your parasite meds in quarantine? Um, Chandra Sikar, I'm going to refer you to my quarantine videos. I've got a whole series of videos on quarantine and medicating fish that goes over all that in detail. Um, so I think that's the best thing to do. Guppy Cowboy, looking for Betta Embellus males. Oh, I wish I had some. Mine all came in females. I ordered Betta Embellus. Um, I think I got like 60 of them or something like that. 
They sent me all females. I didn't order Betta and Bella's females. <laughs> so that's what I got. Would also buy another bubble nester from the Splendens Complex. Okay, cool. Not all in the same month. I have a fish budget. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, I can get some of those. I've, I've shied away, though. It's like, is, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I think I would have to sell them. It was something like 45 bucks a pair. And I was just like, ooh, I don't know if I can bring in like 40 pairs and expect to be able to sell them for 45 bucks a pair. So for that group, I think that's about what the price was going to be. So just so you're aware, cowboy, uh, guppy cowboy, they're not, they're not the cheapest fish. I personally don't think that's too much to pay for those, but, but a lot of people probably will. So I, I was worried about being able to move them, what I'd have to charge for them, 45, 50 bucks, something like that per pair. True LTD, that is a very old technique of doing bags that has been around even before me. Grab the bag and quit. Yep. Yep. Did it for 20 years. Stephanie Murphy's did not highlight, but I see that they tried. Are you going to get some more neon tetras in? The ones I got from you a few months ago are doing great, and I'd like to add more to the school. Stephanie, I'm not going to get any in soon. I will get them in again, but it's not going to be anytime soon. I'm sorry about that. It's just the price point um, that I can sell them at does not make sense for the business in its current condition. I literally lose money uh, when I sell neon tetras. And I don't mean I don't make as much money as I could on other fish. I mean, I literally bleed money when I do that. So um, I just can't afford it. As we grow, we'll be able to do things at a different scale. And then I can do some more cardinals and neons and stuff like that. So I'm sorry. It just doesn't work for me. But I'm thrilled to hear that the ones you got, it's got to have been a few months ago, are doing well for you. That's awesome. Lefty 3213A, thanks. I put them in a holding tank on Fridays, no food, and then they get packaged with fresh water on Sunday nights and ship out Monday mornings. Cool. That's awesome because then you can check the bag Monday and if they were able to eat something even in that tank, like detritus or algae or their own poop, <laughs> which they sometimes do. Um, I've seen plecos literally like poop and then turn around and eat it, even in the bag. It's like, man, I'm trying to clean you out. Stop. Um, but that's that's awesome because then Monday you can check the bag uh, before you ship them and, and change the water there too. So I think that's awesome. Lefty, that sounds good. Um, I do like to put a little prime or safe in the shipping water as well. Um, I put some salt in there, but that's all in the shipping video. So I think you've seen all that. Five grams per liter of salt. Half, I'm sorry, crown tail half moon. Any advice on growing plants for profit? Do you use CO2 and O2 bell? Um, crown tail, I'm not the right guy to talk about that because I don't, I don't do that. I, I don't know much about plants. So I'd refer you to a Bentley Pasco. Um, Aquarium Co-op has some videos on that. Um, Aquapros, I believe, has tons of videos on plants. There's another one I saw recently that I, it's not a big YouTuber that I'd like to refer you to because I thought it was a good video and I want to help them out. But, um, but unfortunately, fortunately, they're not coming to mind right now, but I would refer you to one of those other videos just because I don't know. 
Lefty, three, two, one, three, eight. Also, thanks for all that you do for the community. Hey, I thank you guys, but I mean, you're welcome for anything that I add of value, but um, you guys keep me going. So thank you. I, I mean that. I sounds cheesy and I don't know how to say it without it sounding disingenuous or like, I love you too. You know, that kind of the Hollywood kiss kiss thing. Um, but it's true. I, I, yeah, you guys helped me a ton, not just with like purchases, but just like being able to interact with fish nerds is amazing and something I can't do if I'm not online. Cause I live in a tiny town in Wyoming and there aren't a lot of them around here. So thank you as well. Guppy fish nerd, maybe some albino guppies. Good to know. I did. Um, there are some fancy strains of guppies that I do have my eye on. Chandra, are golden wonder killifish okay with Odessa barbs? Yes. In fact, I would say that they're a match made in heaven. They're both very assertive fish. Um, what I would do if I was going to do that combo is I would get the golden wonders first. They're assertive and everything. And once they know about the food, they're going to be on it super fast. But I would give them a chance first to kind of learn where the food is and that I lift the lid, food's going to appear here. Because as soon as you lift the lid, they'll rush over there. Odessa barbs can be so fast for the food that I would just feel better if I did that. That being said, you don't have to. If you already have Odessa barbs and want to add Golden Wonders, you can do that. They'll pick it up in a few days. Um, but they'll get out competed for the first few days for the food probably. But after that, yeah, they'll be fine. I think that's a good match. Like personality-wise, yep. Okay, we're going to do another giveaway here. It's 818. So this next one um, is for the Just One More Fish with Josh plant package, which will have some java moss, maybe some valsneri in it, um, things like that. So this is a surprise one. So if you're not a planted person, just let us know and we'll choose someone else. But uh, Josh's plants are awesome. He sent out a lot of them over the, he, he does this frequently. Thanks again, Josh. And everyone seems to love them. So if you want some plants, let's try it here. Brian, now I have to get the last name again. Klimazewski, that's what I'm saying this time. Klimazewski, or is it Klimazewski? Klimazewski? Brian, you're the winner. Um, let us know you're here. You've got about a minute. And uh, since this is like a surprise thing and you might not have entered specifically for it, just confirm that you want it, right? If you don't, let us know. We'll draw someone else. But thanks again while we're waiting to Just One More Fish with Josh for chiming in. We appreciate it. And um, let's see here. Let's see, Brian's still here. All right, while we're, let's see here. What's Josh's site? So Josh has a store on getgills.com. That's a good thing to do while we're waiting. Let's plug this real quick. So on getgills, what did I went to YouTube? Good for me. Okay. So getgills.com, Josh has a store here. And it is right, it's right here. Just one more fish. 
So here are the items he currently has listed. And here's his feedback. It's like it's pretty darn good. Oh, there's only three. It's hard to tell out of three, right? You need, you need more than that, but looks pretty good. And um, let's see, where's his plants? Let's see if we can get pictures of the plants he has for sale. Here's some of the Val. And I don't see the Java Moss on here, but yep, that's that's the store. I'm here, it says Brian. All right, Brian, if you'd send me an email, dan at dansfish.com. Um, by midnight tonight would be wonderful. And then I'll get you in touch with Josh and you guys can uh, figure out shipping details. And thanks again, Josh, for uh, offering that and adding on to the giveaway and making it even more fun. That's great. Okay. Here we are. You know, I haven't thanked my mods yet. Thank you to my mods. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for keeping everyone in line and uh, doing what you do. It makes my job a lot easier when I know you guys got my back and I'll take care of any shenanigans in the chat. I appreciate it very much. Shoot, there's another super chat and I can't even see the amount or anything. Preston John, I've got some better macrostoma that you can give away for pickup only in Arizona. Let's do that. Oh, I, man, I wish I lived in Arizona, right? Maybe I'll drive to I'm going to Arizona. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm jumping in the car. I wish. I love macrostoma. Um, Preston, could we maybe do that next week? Would that be all right? Um, let me know or either in the chat or, or send me an email. If you want to do it now, we can't. I'm going to scroll down so I can see Preston's response. If you want to do it right now, we can definitely do that. Um, but I feel like it would be better if we did it next week so we can set up from the beginning that it's only from Arizona or folks that can go pick up in Arizona um, so that only those folks enter to start with. And then I can throw on a giveaway for everyone after that. Because so, I feel like most of the people, if we did the drawing right now, um, we didn't have that stipulation. We'll get people that win that just can't get there. And it might be like, we have to draw 20 times to find someone in your area. Um, but let me know, maybe me, send me an email, um, dan at dancefish.com. But if you're not just trolling me, if you are, I get it. I appreciate it. Uh, but if you're not just trolling, then absolutely. I will take you up on that. That's, that's one of my dream fish. That's one I've not, uh, kept or bred personally yet. Ron Mon, $2.99. That must be the one I was missing. Thanks again for my three rainbow species. Hey, you're welcome. Glad they got to you. And so far, no one's responded and been like, oh, I didn't want to say anything, but my rainbows didn't come in looking good. I haven't checked email yet, but at least not in chat. So it appears things are going as well as I think they're going. But I'll check my email afterwards. People will um, hopefully let me know. If I'm wrong. Oh, Dan can't see my chat. Dan's fish. When do you release the rainbow shiners? Still working on it. So I cleared the ick and then a couple days later, I noticed something else. So there's, there's a different, um, it's like a tiny little protozo protozoan on them. So I've been treating that with prosy and it's cleared up. Today's the first day. I didn't see it at first. It's tiny, tiny. So I cleared the ick and I'm like, ah, oh, they're good. And then I was looking at them and I was like, 
there was a fish that just wasn't acting quite right. I didn't see anything wrong. So I got out like a flashlight and with the flashlight, I could see really tiny stuff on there. It's responded to Prozzi. They're clear today, but it's going to be at least two weeks now because um, it takes that long before I feel comfortable shipping a fish after it has a known issue, especially one like this. So uh, today's the first day they're clear. I'll be treating with Prozzi for probably another week or so. And then if I stop and they're still clear a week after I stop, then I'll list them for sale. I'm sorry. I know it's taking forever. Of course, the one fish that I got in that everyone wants is the one that's like having problems, those rainbow shiners. Sorry about that. It's just how the, it's just the way the ball bounces this time, I guess. Five minutes. Wichita Falls Fish Keeper, put any emails from USPS in spam folder. They're not worth going back to. <laughs> um, it was UPS that was reaching out, not USPS. So, but yeah, especially this time during COVID with all the, like, there's, I don't know if this person wants me to say their name, so I won't, but there's someone else that sells online that I keep in touch with. There's several, but one specific person that uh, sent out a whole bunch of fish, I believe Monday, I believe it was Monday. It might've been Saturday. Anyway, they sent me a message and were like, I sent them out and they all disappeared. Like there's no tracking, there's no nothing. Hopefully that's going okay for that person. But that was with USPS. They're, they're having, right now they're going through some big changes. So I'm definitely not doing USPS anytime soon for sure. And I don't think, I don't think I will again, like FedEx is working great. Glass box aquarists need high end guppies and plecos. I probably will try another. So the L201s are doing great. Haven't lost a single one. Everyone I shipped them to is having good success with them. So that has been successful. So this next round, I'll probably bring in like one more species. Um, I'm not going to bring in like a hundred species, but I'll try a few at one or two at a time and, and build that up till I, till I feel competent with plecos. Sunset sailfin mollies. I do like sailfin mollies. They are gorgeous. Michael Wentworth. My water's so soft though. That... Thanks, Dan's fish. As always, I appreciate the gracious opportunity. Hey, thanks to you as well. Love tuning in every week. Breeding is pleasure. Three times equals world peace. Glosso. Hey, Michael Wentworth. I appreciate you too. Thanks for modding the Get Gills Facebook group. It's a huge help. Duck's dad. What is the physical difference between double and triple red epistos? I wonder if I can show that to you in a picture. That would be the easiest way to do it. Um, red on two fins versus three fins. Let's see. See, this is a triple red, right? This might be more of a double red here. Um, I don't know. I'm not seeing a great picture just pop up like I was hoping. But um, basically, the difference is how much red is on it. More red on the um, triple red. And 
correct me if I'm wrong, because I've never actually had anyone tell me that. That's just what I've deduced over the years working with those fish. But I could be wrong. I came to that conclusion independently. <laughs> Two fins are red versus three fins that are red. Dancefish, Black Venezuelan Corridors, is there any special care needs, asked Mary Page Flynn. No. Um, um, they're super hardy. Super, if you get them from a good source, they should be rock solid from the beginning. I always say that Venezuelan quarries are as easy to keep and raise as an Aeneas quarry. Um, in my experience, there might be someone else that just has can't keep them. They're just hard for them different conditions, different water, all that stuff. But in my experience, they're just as easy as Aeneas. Can 5015 bought those Ivans and wanted you to know that all the rest of the order are doing very well. Serpents are already eating snails. Um, we have more Ivans. would like to add to the group. Thank you. Okay, yes. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear the rest did well. I'm so sorry for the ones that arrived shaky. And yes, I do plan to bring in more Ivan Safai because they're amazing. Or Ivan Safai. Yes. Oh, okay. We're at time. So I'm going to get right down. He said, yes, he's here. All right. Let me, this is worth looking at. Um, make sure that Preston and I are on the same page. Okay. Hang on. I'm looking. Let's see if I can find it. Sorry, guys, but macrostoma, this is worth taking a minute for, right? It's not every day. Getting, get an opportunity like that, Preston. That's super generous of you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't see it. Um, shoot, I scrolled up kind of as much as I can. Okay, I'm going to give it one more shot here. Just a second, folks. Sorry, but... We're talking about macrostoma here, so I think people will be cool with being patient for a moment. And I'm, I'm literally looking at everything I can. I might not be able to go up far enough. Um, yeah, Preston, let's do this over email. I. I'm just not seeing it. So we'll figure it out over email. And if it can work, folks, then we'll we'll figure something else out. All right. But Preston, um, like if that's a real thing, then thank you, thank you, thank you. That's going to make people very excited. All right, everybody. We are going to go ahead and shut it down. We already did the last giveaway. And we still have 226 people here. So you didn't all just bail after the last giveaway. That's awesome. Thank you for sticking around. To my mods, thank you again. Everyone that gave me a super chat, I very much appreciate it. Always appreciate it. Never required, but it's super helpful. Um, and it makes the wife super happy. Everyone that left a comment or a question, thanks for making it lively. You lurkers, I'm with you. Hashtag lurker nation. Everyone watching on the replay. I haven't forgot you, even though you're not here live. I still appreciate it. <laughs> we'll see you all next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. 
I've got a bunch more fish to pack and then I got to tackle my inbox. So I've got a ways to go and I got to get up early tomorrow so I can get all these things finalized before FedEx closes. So I'm going to shut her down. And until next time, I hope you have a good one. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye.